0: I want to talk about a headline that really didn't get a ton of attention, but I think it speaks to a much, much bigger problem in this country, and it's about the fact that we don't have competition in this country, and that does not work for us, right? And um, the country's largest lender is going to become much bigger, which means our banking will get more expensive because the Competition Bureau – I don't even know what, why do we have a Competition Bureau, by the way, uh, because they don't really stop the problem. But they've given the green light to RBC – taking over British lender HSBC. And this will give RBC like major dominance by tens of billions of dollars of loans and deposits over rivals. So it all needs to be signed off from uh, the banking regulator and finance minister, Christopher Freeland. But you know, you look at our cell phone bills, you look at airfare in this country, uh, grocery food costs, they're all high because we don't have competition. So my next guest wants to change that and wants uh, the deal blocked over concerns of higher lending costs. Let's bring in Pierre I'm a leader of the Conservative Party of Canada and according to the polls, probably in line for the next prime ministerial job. Good to have you.
1: Good to be with you Alex.
0: I assume you have no apples. I looked for an apple but it was way too mushy so if, even if I wanted it, it was, there was no crunch coming off my apples so
1: I well you got to head down to the Okanagan <laughs> Valley in beautiful Oliver.
0: Yeah. what do
1: they have big crunchy sumptuous delicious apples there.
0: To make a point. Yeah, they, it worked. Um, I want to talk about this um, because this is one of those headlines that, that certainly falls under the radar. It's very clear whether it's telecoms, whether it's, you know, um, banks, we don't have any competition or grocers. We don't have competition. And so the NDP also wants this deal stopped. But how would you stop it? And what would you do to fix the problem of what, you know, overall?
1: So the first question is, how would I stop it? Uh, I would have my finance minister simply block the deal. Uh, So for background for your listeners, RBC Canada's biggest bank by both market value and mortgage book wants to buy the seventh largest bank HSBC that would uh, give uh, uh, a Royal control over 800,000 more customers and 33 billion more loans um, in Toronto and Vancouver, HSBC has 5 and 10%, respectively, of the market share, which means that they are fighting for customers in the two biggest mortgage markets in the country. And what does that mean? It means that they, they compete. They inch down the mortgage rates. I, I saw back in August, HSBC was about a half a percentage point lower than RBC. And that's what competition does. You try to bring your price down just a little bit to bring the customer in the door. Competition means better prices and products. But we have massive concentration in our banking sector. The six biggest banks control almost 90% of all mortgages in Canada. And this would take out one potential upstart competitor who could, if, if, if it stays in the market and doesn't get bought, could could fight for more market share by offering better products and services. And now more than ever, we need that because after eight years of Trudeau, housing costs have doubled, mortgage rates are rising faster than at any time in history. And of course, much of that is Justin Trudeau's deficits, driving up borrowing costs and inflation. But on top of that, you have so little competition that the banks can drive up their, uh, their um, profit shares at the expense of borrowers. Yesterday, the Competition Bureau published a report saying that today we have less competition in the Canadian economy than we did 20 years ago, that there's growing concentration among a smaller group of oligopolies who are earning bigger profits, not because they're offering awesome products or services, but because Canadians can't go anywhere else. They have no other choices. So I would block these mergers, particularly these big federally regulated sectors like banking, telecom, rail, uh, there should be no uh, airlines. There should be no more mergers. There is very little competition in those sectors already. Trudeau has let about eight major mergers go ahead, and that's one of the reasons why we have such high prices and such an uncompetitive economy today.
0: All right. And I know that um, you wanted to talk about this, and these things are important because the cost of living, which has now gone to the background because of all the geopolitical stuff, uh, these things are going to take a while to fix. That's the problem: is that people need, you know, help now, and they're not going to get it. But again, things to look forward to: hopefully, uh, opening um, and changing the structures in place now. But I do have to jump off because I, I, I'm not going to have enough time with you. But I do have to ask you about what's going on um, in Israel, obviously the massacre of Israelis October 7th changed the world. And, um, you know, initially when we saw this happen, we had cross-party consensus that Israel had the right to defend itself. Now, and I'm not mentioning you because you've been pretty consistent in your um, approach to this, but we are seeing a fracture of that support. And there, there are major consequences to not having that support. And so where do you see this going? And, and how do you see this being handled to contain it? What would you do if you were in charge right now?
1: Well, I would put a major focus on securing Canada. We live in an increasingly dangerous world, uh, whether it's uh, the Russia-Ukraine conflict, the uh, uh, war between Hamas and Israel in the Middle East, and then, of course, the growing threats in East Asia. Uh, Of course, we're not proposing that Canada become militarily involved in any of these things, but they all remind us that this is a dangerous world, where surprises happen, and that means we need to rebuild rather than cut down our military. We need to have better border security, and we need uh, a, a we need to be on a, on a, a state of readiness that the, we have lacked over the last several years, because you never know what what can come knocking on our door. And and my purpose you know, when it comes to foreign policy will be Canada first, stand up for our country, keep our people safe, and, and that's what I will be doing when I'm prime minister.
0: But you'll need only look out on the streets across this country. Uh, We've got a really big hate problem in this country. The diversity that we are told is our strength is actually getting quite ugly. And and whether it's in the Jewish community, we've seen it uh, flare up in the Muslim community. That's only going to get worse as we see the tensions and certainly uh, military um, action, which is going to be ruthless and and it's not going to be an overnight uh, uh, thing. So how would you fix it? I was asking the question earlier. How do you put this toothpaste back in the tube where people can have their say, go and protest, but not you know the way we're seeing it right now
1: what i would say is this one everybody is entitled to pro- protest people are entitled to hold rallies and and even if they disagree with me however what i would say is don't blame your jewish or muslim neighbor for something you don't like about what's going on in the middle east you might disagree with a decision of the israeli government um, that that is your right but that doesn't mean you blame your local synagogue uh, for that. Secondly, you might be outraged, as we all should be, by the horrors of the sadistic terrorist death cult Hamas. However, you don't blame uh, your Muslim neighbor here in Canada for that. They didn't do th- they didn't do those deeds. So let's remember, we are all Canadian. We don't want to import foreign conflicts in- onto Canadian soil. We must be united. Whether your name is Martin or Mohammed Smith Singh. Or uh, Steinberg, uh, you are a Canadian. A Canadian first, and let's stay united.
0: Yeah, let's stay united. It's easier said than done. I mean, it's, there's going to be have to real unity. Have you talked to the prime minister? Have you had conversations with Singh? Um, you know, this united front is going to fracture, and and you're going to be the one who's going to have to to uh, govern it. Should should an election be held, and you become you know the prime minister, this will be yours to put back together, or or.
1: It will, nice. and, and it's it's tough. I mean, look, uh, Trudeau has taken every opportunity to divide Canadians. He did that during the pandemic. He he does it on race, on gender. Recently, he was uh, attacking parents who uh, calling them hateful because they express concerns about uh, gender issues in schools. Um, he's always looking for ways to wedge and divide Canadians and turn them against each other. I Pray that he will not do that with the Middle East conflict, though I'm sure he's tempted to distract from the cost of living and crime crises that he's caused. So I would tell the Prime Minister, don't divide our people. Unite us all. We're all Canadian.
0: Have you had the chance to have those conversations?
1: I have been at a number of events where he has been present. I haven't had a chance to talk to him about this in particular.
0: What's your biggest concern right now, given the state of the world now versus, you know, 24 hours ago? or two weeks ago? What what do you see, given all the big geopolitical threats, whether it's China and Taiwan, whether it's Russia, Ukraine? I mean, there are flare-ups and tensions everywhere. What do you see as the biggest threat?
1: Look, all of the above. Yesterday, we saw reports of uh, missiles uh, landing near U.S. installations in the Middle East. Uh, so uh, we don't know what... Would trigger remember <laughs> the first world war was triggered when a a, a little known archduke was assassinated uh, in the balkans and all of a sudden the whole world was in a war i'm not saying that's going to happen i'm just saying we have to be ready and we have to expect the unexpected we have, our country is in a position of unprecedented weakness our military is falling apart the prime minister is cutting another billion dollars out of it we have the most indebted households in the in the g7 Our our country's national debt has now doubled, so our financial resources to protect ourselves are are depleted. I I worry the Prime Minister has brought us to the brink before any major conflict like this. So my view is we need to strengthen our economy and our national defences so that we can prepare for the unexpected.
0: Uh, Just quickly before I let you go, we have a massive Indo-Canadian community. It's obviously getting a lot more tense between the Indian and Canadian government if you were uh, in charge, how are you fixing this and how long would it take you to to, to soo- smooth over relations and uh, assuming the allegations are true that have been leveled against India? I mean, how would you fix this or would you?
1: Well, the first thing I would do if I were the prime minister and I had knowledge uh, of who committed a murder, I would call the police. Um, the, 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 this whole conflict, uh, this whole public uh, event happened when the prime minister accused India potentially being linked to a the murder of a Canadian citizen, if he knows who pulled the trigger, he should call the RCMP and let them know so that they can arrest the, the killer, the actual per, uh, perpetrator uh, who had the gun in their hand. And it's now been 100 days roughly since this uh, gentleman was murdered, Mr. Najjar, and nobody's been arrested. Um, secondly, we have to have professional relationships with uh, all our democratic allies, we, I believe we have to have a professional relationship with India. It's the biggest democracy in the world, the second most populous nation on earth, uh, massive strategic importance in the, the global conflicts before us, an enormous customer for our lentils, our potash, our uranium, our potentially our natural gas, if we could ever get it out of the ground. So we need professional relationships um, and we need answers and clarity on what actually happens so that we can protect our people and our interests.
0: I'm out of time, and I'm up against traffic, and that will uh, be it. I appreciate your time on this. Thank you.
1: Excellent. Great being with you, Alex. Let's bring it home.
0: That is Pierre-Paul leader of the Conservative Party, and um, there's a lot of work to be done. I don't see any overnight fixes.